everybody, and welcome back to the Becoming Super Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Councilman. And I'm Angelica. And before we get started on today's topic, I wanted to let you guys know that this will be our last episode of 2020. We're going to be taking a short break for the holidays, but we're going to come back on January 3rd, 2021 with a brand new season, brand new episode, and we have some really exciting stuff in store for you guys next year, so we're pretty pumped about it. Yeah, so get excited. I know you're going to be sad that you're not going to be hearing from us, but I <laughs> promise that uh, you will be able to get through it. Yes, uh, you guys will be enjoying tons of time with your family, hopefully uh, doing some fun holiday stuff. Um, but we will still be on Instagram, so you guys can see some fun stuff we're doing over there. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to be diving into... The five simple steps to starting a budget and reaching your financial goals. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I know that this time of year, a lot of people can kind of blow their budgets and kind of set themselves back from their financial goals with holiday spending. Um, so we're going to just walk through the five steps. Really, really simple, easy to do, but a lot of people find them very difficult to complete. Uh, so the first step is to figure out exactly where you are. So you want to review at least three, but preferably six months of your expenses. And this is as easy as downloading or requesting your bank statements and going through them. Yeah, um, particularly what I like to do whenever I go through my bank statements, I usually print off every three months uh, mm -hmm. for a bank statement. And then I highlight what really isn't essential. Um, and then I kind of add up that total. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to make that lower uh, the next three months each time. I mean, obviously, there's only so far you can go because, you know, you, you want to go out and have a date night. You want to mm -hmm. go out and uh, splurge a little bit. But, you know, the goal is to keep that in a, in a reasonable fashion because you'll be surprised at how much those uh, takeout foods and stuff <laughs> like that start adding up over time. Yeah. So we're going to dive deeper into each of the three categories. Um, but... Just to give you an idea of how to use the highlighters, I like to use three different ones. Um, the first one is... Because she's fancy like yeah. that. <laughs> well, it helps to you know visually see it and organize it. Um, but you guys know that I love Nicole Lappin and her book, Rich Bitch, Changed My Life Financially. Um, so I got these three categories from her and you can kind of call them whatever you want. But it's basically your essentials, which is what you need to live. Uh, your end game, which is what you need for your future, and the extras, that's everything else. So we're going to dive deeper into those, but you want to take your three highlighters or pens or whatever, go through your bank statements and highlight every transaction that fits into those three categories. Yeah, I'll tell a funny story because uh, <laughs> this happened like not too long ago, probably less than a year, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and mind you, I had been bugging him for months, maybe even years to do this exercise yeah, and figure out his finances. It's been a year because yeah. it was the last uh, ISI. Yeah. Uh, but I came back after a men's conference, a men's leadership, and I came back and started printing off the three month. And um, I found out that for the past couple of months, I have been paying a gym membership that I haven't been going to. So I lost a hundred bucks there. Not a huge hit, but a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. And yeah. uh, fortunately for us, we it's not that, not too big of a deal. But you always hate to just throw money out the window because it's essentially what I was doing. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, that's why it's important. That way, you know, if you're canceling a subscription, make sure they cancel it. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, you know, those little things that you don't realize can add up really quickly. I mean, it could be a gym membership that you don't use or go to anymore. It could be, you know, an app on your phone that is, you know, slowly draining your account 99 cents at a time. Yes. (laughs) Um, but let's go ahead and get into each of the categories and kind of talk about them a little bit more in depth. So you guys have a good understanding. Uh, the first one is determine your essentials. That's pretty easy or should be, mm-hmm. um, you're talking about rent or mortgage. Um, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty standard. That's coming in month in and month out. Usually yeah. the first of the month. Groceries, um, utilities, you want to think of this as these are the things that you absolutely need to survive. And I, I will tell you this: um, uh, cable and internet are not one of those things. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, have, I kid you not. I heard from somebody. I was like, oh, they're they're struggling uh, to make it month to month, um, and they literally said this: um, Yeah, after we pay our cable and our internet, we have trouble paying for food. What? You got your priorities a little backwards there. Yeah, your priorities are a little bit backwards. I will try to cancel the cable first because uh, most people need to, you know, maybe with work, you need the internet mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but try canceling the cable first and yeah. then that way you have enough money for food. Um, it should be obvious, but if it isn't, yeah, I'm going to make it obvious for you. Food's probably essential. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, these might be a little bit different um, based on what you do for a living. So I work from home. So internet is essential for me to work because my work provides income, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I'm probably the last person that you would ever expect to hear say this, but your pets are not considered an essential expense. Wow. Who are you? (laughs) Look, listen. Close your your ears, Peanut. Peanut is (laughs) my most precious like baby baby i love her and i would do anything for her i have spent ungodly amounts of money on her vet bills and special foods and medications and all sorts of stuff um but you know i chose to have the responsibility of owning a dog and having her in my life so that's not an essential like it's considered an extra but I just want you guys to really, really think about what is an essential and what is not. Because yeah. you could very easily, like Scott mentioned, be like, oh, well, you know, I got to have my Netflix. That's essential. It's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's it's just a mean to distract you from what you need mm-hmm. uh, to get done. Um, and you need to get it done. Society's great at distracting you um, mm-hmm. with all those little gadgets and stuff like that. But there are certain things that you have to get done to take care of yourself and your family. Yeah. Um, and if you want a pet, but you don't have the necessary means to take care of that pet, then don't buy a pet Yeah. until you can do that. Yeah. Um, another thing is, is that if you have to cancel your cable internet, because I know sometimes they come in a bundle, um, if you have to do that, make sure you have like a coffee shop that you can go to and work during the day or, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere with Wi-Fi. You can make, you can make it ends meet, um, throughout that. But, um, you know, so just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your essentials really should not be more than 70% of your income. So, you know, if you're living in an area where rent is 50% of what you make, you might want to consider moving to a more, you know, affordable place because 
you're going to really, really, really be stretching yourself thin. And you don't want, you know, especially your mortgage or rent to be eating up a lot of your income. Uh, Another thing I like to do with my essential expenses is break them down even further into fixed and flexible. So things like your mortgage and your rent, your utilities, um, well, some utilities, those are going to be fixed expenses. So you're going to be paying the same amount every single month. So for us, our rent on our house is the same every month. My insurance, renter's insurance is the same every month. My car insurance is the same. Um, I no longer have a car payment, so yay. (laughs) Um, But then you have your flex, uh, flexible spending, which is like your groceries. That's going to be different every time you go. Um, Utilities may be different. Yeah, your water and electric is going to be based on your use, unless your water is kind of like rolled into your rent, which some places do. Um, But you want to kind of look at those and consider that as well. Yeah. Uh, The third one really is uh, um, is end game. You know, so this is what uh, savings for your future self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So whatever you have in mind for your for your future self that you want to accomplish, and this right here is pretty much um, you know this is where you practice uh, um, delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right here. And, you know, you sacrifice for the things that you want. Maybe it is that puppy or rescue dog. <laughs> we say go get a rescue dog. But, yes. um, you know, it's it's just delaying that just for a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so your end game is things like your savings, like we just mentioned. It's also things like 401ks, your Roth IRA, investments, uh, money that you are putting towards your future. Mm-hmm. Um One thing that you should really think about with your savings is having at least three to six months of expenses as a safety net. So the majority of Americans have, I think it's like less than $1,000, maybe less than $500 in their savings account. Um, So you are really just like one broken down car away from having nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And and this is, this that's really important because cars break down all the time mm-hmm. and at the most inconvenient yeah. time of your life, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be pouring down and raining and you got to be somewhere in a hurry. Yeah. Um, and that's actually happened to us. I mean, we weren't in pouring down rain, but it was cold and we weren't <laughs> necessarily in a hurry. I guess we were a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we were on a time constraint, but our car did break down mm-hmm. and we were able to pay that off. And yeah. then uh, as soon as we got back, the washing machine breaks. <laughs> And we were like, hey, we can buy another washing machine. So we were really about to drop another 500 on a washing machine. But then uh, I decided to do husband things and go to YouTube <laughs> University, and we fixed it. So now a, a $50 uh, buy saved me from that $500 buy. So yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. but And another thing is I think a lot of people this year have been through this situation of either losing their job mm. or losing hours or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, But having that three to six months of living expenses really keeps you covered in emergencies. So if you were to lose your job, you know, you have time to find one before you're not able to pay rent. Also, that's that's the important of having another stream of income. Yeah. I mean, honestly, right there, this year is the exact reason why you need to have something that you can control and you're not... Uh, you're not bound by another person to keep that job, like your boss or mm-hmm. or a company. Um, you need to you need to have something that you can control 
um, to have that other stream of income coming in for yeah. situations just like this year. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I know we've mentioned this in another episode, but that's one of the reasons why Scott and I started our network marketing business, because even though I was not directly impacted, I have been with companies that had massive rounds of layoffs multiple times. Um, I was actually with a company that went bankrupt and shut their doors. Thankfully, I found a job right away, so I didn't have you know too much of an impact on my income there. Uh, but we know that we're basically expendable to the companies that we work with. Yeah. No matter how much people love you and how great of a job you do, uh, bottom line, if the company's revenue is hurting, they're not going to hesitate to lay you off. So they're they're not going to lay off themselves uh, if they're, if they're the CEOs. So um, that's, that's the reason why you need to have that coming in. Uh, another part that I can kind of touch base with on network marketing companies is that uh, if you're in one that is forcing, not really forcing you, but uh, expects you to buy uh, or kind of like is requiring you to buy things from month to month, um, that's something else that you have to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Angelica and I didn't want to be bound to be required. We want to yeah. do it because we like the product mm-hmm. uh, and everything else, um, yeah. and so that should be the that can put force. a strain on your that, finances too. And, and it has. I've heard numerous, and this is what leaves a bad taste in some people's mouth: is that they're required to buy certain things, mm-hmm. um, and they're and you shouldn't be forced to. This is something that you own and that you run, and, and you should treat it as such. Yeah, so. I mean, I know a girl who she was with a, a network marketing company that or did clothing or something. Mm-hmm. And every time they released a new clothing item, she was required to buy one in every size so that she could store them at her house, have that inventory and like, you know, do whatever shows and stuff that she did. Um, But she was losing hundreds of dollars a month and she wasn't working a full time job. So it was putting a massive strain on her and her husband. You know, he didn't like that she was doing that. It was putting a strain on their finances. So you know that's a, that's kind of diverging into a whole nother topic. Yeah, that's a whole but... other topic. But that's a good. It's good um, for y'all to hear that because yeah. that should be a big topic for you know those essentials. You know. Yeah. So. Um, but with your end game, you really want to allocate at least fifteen percent of your income to that. Um, that's going to help you, you know, have a nice little emergency fund there and also save for your future. So we say about fifteen percent of your income should go towards that. Uh, And then the last category is everything else. This is your extras. This is shopping, pets, uh, food. I mean, like not like not food, (laughs) not groceries, but going out to eat. Going out to eat, grabbing that coffee or latte out, um, going on adventures, traveling. These are the ones that you need to really highlight and see. And seeing like, okay, wow, uh, (laughs) I spent because these will sneak up on you. Yes. And people, I mean, they'll, they'll be like an $8 here, a $12 here, a $5 here, but they'll nickel and dime you. Mm-hmm. And if you look back at it at it, and you add it up, it'll, it will wow you. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that people need to rein in a little bit. I mean, wow myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this should really be a max of 15% of your income. And like I mentioned before, Essentials and extras could be slightly different for some people. So if you are a personal trainer and that is your job, you know, your gym membership would be considered an essential as opposed to an extra. But like for Scott and I, 
a gym membership is an extra because we don't have to belong to a gym. You know, we're fortunate enough to have a great home gym. Um, but even if we didn't, that would be an extra. Yeah, and that took time. Yeah. That wasn't an overnight thing. That took yeah. time. That took for me from eighth grade having yeah. plates and bars that I kept for years um, and years and years. Travel is an extra unless you're required to travel for your job. Then that can be considered an essential. So you really have to look at those things. Which um, hopefully the company pays for. Yeah. <laughs> unless you own your own business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You if you own your own business. That. yeah. Um, but if you guys need some help, you know, kind of walking through this process, we do have a free workbook and a free budget spreadsheet on our website at ethoslegion.com. Um, go to the resources section and you'll see the financial guide there. Yeah, just take a peek, download it. Uh, it'll go right to your email. Yeah. yeah, and it goes through all of these things step by step. Um, but the last step, I think, is the most important because if you create this beautiful budget and <laughs> you have everything planned to a T and you're just like, yes, this is awesome. I'm living below my means. I'm going to save so much money. And then you never look at it again. It's not going to do crap for you. So the last step is to review it regularly. And I like to say, do it weekly. I mean, it'll take you five minutes to look at all your transactions for the week. You know, see what you spent, update your spreadsheet. Here's what I spent on extras. Here's what I spent on essentials. Here's what I spent on my end game. And this is going to require some discipline from your yeah. end because this is the, the beginning part is the fun part where you get to figure it out. But then actually going back in uh, regularly and plugging those numbers in and figuring out your extras and you know trying to balance out yourself, um, that's that's going to take a little that's going to take discipline week in and week out. Yeah. Um, and you know you just need to make sure that you have that in mind and just uh, you know carve out that five to ten minutes to do that. Yeah. I mean it takes nothing to do it. Yeah. At the very least, you should be reviewing it monthly to make sure that you are staying on track each month with your uh, with your budget plan. Um, but doing it weekly, make sure that you can kind of make some adjustments. So if you notice like, whoa, you know, I allocated $200 to my shopping budget, but I'm at $185 and it's the first week of the month, you know, I need to make sure that I slow down and I don't spend a bunch more money going shopping for the rest of the month. So that's what, you know, reviewing weekly kind of gives you that up close insight that allows you to shift gears and make adjustments as needed. And I can't say enough about her. Uh, Angelica created the budget <laughs> spreadsheet, and it's 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 mucho bueno. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah, the spreadsheet, you guys. I spent a lot of time developing it. Um, so use it over a few years, <laughs> just kind of for my own use. Um, Things that I've learned along the way from multiple financial uh, influencers and experts. And I just kind of combined it all into something that really worked well for me. And then I just started sharing it because people were asking me, hey, like, what are you doing? How are you getting control of your money and, you know, budgeting and, and everything? Off our, I mean, we're paying off debt left and right. Yeah. So it's so, an exciting year for us. Um, that spreadsheet <laughs> has built-in formulas. So you can like add in your income, you can add in your expenses, and it's going to show you right at the top, you know, what you're, com what you're bringing in and what you're spending. So, um, and there's a little video on the download page that kind of walks you through how to use it too. Yeah. I think that really wraps it up for today. Yeah. yeah. So just to kind of recap, cause I know we went on a few tangents there, yeah. but the five steps that you can take 
today to get started on your budget and reaching your financial goals are number one, review your last three to six months of expenses. So print out your bank statements and go through them line by line. It's going to be a little tedious, but I promise it's going to help pay off in the long run. Uh, Determine what your essential expenses are. These are the things that you absolutely need. Your mortgage, your groceries, utilities, insurances. Should be 70% max. Yeah. Uh, Your end game. What are you doing for your future self? What are you saving? What are you investing? And then your extras, which should be no more than 15% of your income, which is all the fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah. All the, uh, the lattes and the shopping and... Whatever else that you enjoy. Yeah. And then number five is to review it regularly because if you just do it once, it's not going to keep doing itself. It's not a, what is that, rotisserie oven? Set it and forget it. Can't do that with a budget, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do that. Um, But yeah, uh, just make sure you get to that uh, free resource um, and download that budget sheet. That's a great thing to start off with and it's got mm-hmm. that built-in formula for you uh, so it's it'll take you no time to get through it yeah and if you uh, need help as you're working through that you can reach out to us on instagram that's probably the fastest mm-hmm. um at ethos underscore legion and if you guys found this episode valuable we would really appreciate if you would leave us a five-star rating and review and subscribe to our channel Um, if you guys would share this out, we don't run ads. We don't want to run ads because we hate listening to those on other podcasts. So, uh, the only way to help for us to grow is for you guys to share it if you find it valuable. And if you guys have any questions, comments, want us to talk about certain things, head over to ethoslesion.com slash podcast. There's a form there. You can just fill it out with whatever you want to tell us. Yeah, and you can also give us a follow and connect with us on uh, Instagram uh, at ethos underscore legion. And if you're interested in discovering more about what Angelica and I do and who we're partnering up with, uh, go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. All right, thank you guys, and we will see you next year. year.